Good morning and welcome to the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily number 358. It is Wednesday, May 12th, 2021. I'm your host, Scott Gumbar, and it's the May Post-Patch Tuesday episode. This podcast is brought to you by Nuage Tech, a client-focused and security-minded IT consultant based in Central Connecticut. You can visit us at nuagetech.com. That's N-W-A-J-Tech.com. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Happy Hump Day. More importantly, happy Post-Patch Tuesday. Second favorite day of the month for some people. Not really me because usually there's issues that come with it after the fact. And uh, there may have been this you know sounds like there was with microsoft outlook so we'll uh we'll get to that in a moment but before we do that if you're in a hippo uh no before we even do that wherever you listen to this if you could like share comment or review that would be spectacular if you do that we will come back in june and do a post patch tuesday episode and if you're in a hippo compliant business you can go to facebook and or linkedin type get hippo compliance into the search and join the group. We finally have some HIPAA news this week too. Uh, all right, so let's jump into first the updates. Adobe released security updates for multiple products. Um, the updates include Adobe Experience Manager, Adobe InDesign, Adobe Illustrator, Adobe InCopy, Adobe Genuine Service, Adobe Acrobat and Reader, uh, Magento, Adobe Creative Cloud Desktop Application, Adobe Media Encoder, Adobe After Effects, Adobe Medium, and Adobe Animate. So quite a few updates for you this month for all you Adobe people out there, including myself. Citrix also released updates uh, mostly to uh, address a vulnerability in Citrix Workspace app for Windows that can be used to take control of an affected system. Juniper released some updates, um, says out of cycle, Security updates, uh, but you know it is usually most uh, most of the vendors align with when Microsoft releases their updates. So uh, it does say there are vulnerabilities that could be used to take control of a system, and of course Google Google Chrome version ninety point zero point four four three zero point two one two for Windows, Mac, and Linux has been released. So make sure you update Google Chrome. <coughs> Threat post, warmable Windows bug opens door to DOS and RCE, uh, distributed, uh, not distributed, but denial of service and remote code execution. Uh, that is part of the Windows update for t- yesterday. They, so the security patches for, critical security patches for Microsoft for this month's Patch Tuesday included warmable HTTP protocol stack issue in Windows 10 and some versions of Windows Server allowing remote code execution, a scripting engine memory corruption vulnerability in Internet Explorer 11 and 9 allowing RCE. I don't know why any, yeah, well, all right. And RCE bug in Microsoft, again, RCE stands for remote, remote code execution. The uh, RCE bug in Microsoft Windows object linking and embedding Automation, OLE, and an RC vulnerability in Microsoft Windows Hyper-V. So that is a fairly popular product. Of course, there were other issues addressed with the Windows update that include 
55 flaws in the zero days we just spoke about. Um, in addition to those, um, there were .NET and Visual Studio elevation of privilege vulnerabilities addressed, Microsoft Exchange Server security feature bypass vulnerability, and common utilities remote code execution vulnerability. There were also updates for SAP, VMware, um, Cisco, Apple, so Android, so all of the major manufacturers have updates for you. But again, Microsoft with 55 flaws and three zero days that we just talked about. U.S. declares state of emergency in 17 states over fuel pipeline cyber attack. The the ransomware attack conducted by DarkSide against Colonial Pipeline Network has prompted the U.S. Federal Motor Carrier Safety Administration, FMCSA, they have groups for everything, huh? To issue a regional emergency declaration in 17 states and D.C. The declaration provides temporary exemption to parts 390 through 399 of the Federal Motor Carrier Safety Regulations, allowing alternate transportation of gasoline, diesel, and refined petroleum products to address supply shortages stemming from the attack. So that has been instituted. Uh, okay, so here's the states. Um, Alabama, Arkansas, D.C., Delaware, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Maryland, Mississippi, New Jersey, New York, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, and Virginia. And I did notice in Connecticut that gas prices did jump up slightly, even though we were told they would not. As a result of this attack, it looks to be that they have gone up a little bit, and now they are saying that they will go up more. Dark side is the culprit here. Um, but they did also issue a message yesterday saying that they would not do things like this again. You know, I'm paraphrasing, but if you listen to yesterday's episode, you'll, you'll hear the exact verbiage. Um, but here we go. We got, uh, you know, this is the kind of attack that the U.S. feared for some time now. You know, the grid, uh, I don't know that the pipeline was thought of as a target. I'm sure it was, but, you know, most people, when you hear the grid, they think of electric and things like that. Ransomware gang leaks data from Metropolitan Police Department. This is on Bleeping Computer. We knew we we you may recall we talked about the ransomware attack on Metropolitan Police Department or the DC police as we more commonly know them as Babook Locker. Ransomware operators have leaked personal files belonging to police officers from that department now after negotiations went stale. The documents published on Babook Locker's dark web leak portal included 150 megabytes worth of data from D.C. police officers' personal files. The negotiations reached a dead end. The amount we offered does not suit us. We are posting... I'm sorry. The amount we were offered does not suit us. We are posting 20 more personal files on officers. You can download this archive. The password will be released tomorrow. Um, they are asking for $4 million. I don't see that getting paid, but they also say that, um, if you recall from, this is a couple weeks ago now, they have, uh, information on, um, CIs and investigations and things like that. Gang members, um, those that cooperate with police. So there's a lot of things, 
undercover officers. So there's a lot of things that they claim to have, whether or not they actually do, we'll see, but um, they claim to have this information. So $4 million is the asking price. We'll see what comes of that. And if you are a Microsoft Outlook user, you may have experienced this yesterday. Microsoft Outlook bug prevents viewing or creating email worldwide. I did have a client who uh, messaged us last night around, uh, I believe it was late afternoon, and they were experiencing if they tried to reply to an email, they were not able to add content to the email or view it. It was an issue with the Microsoft Outlook desktop client that was, um, as I'm recording this, is still an issue at almost 10 o'clock at night on Tuesday night. It's supposed to be fixed overnight. That is the most recent status update on the Microsoft website. Um, it appears to be a, a, a problem with the update. Outlook version 2104 build 13929.20372. If you roll back the update, it supposedly fixes it. You can also use the web outlook as an alternative um, until they fix it, but they are apparently close to having a fix. So if you, again, if you're using Microsoft Outlook, and you just updated it, you probably are experiencing or were experiencing that is issue. And some HIPAA news, as I talked about, not a lot, but some. The New York Medical Group Practice Orthopedic Associates of Dutchess County has announced the protected health information of certain patients was potentially stolen in a recent cyber attack. The security incident was detected on March 5th when suspicious activity was identified in its systems and investigation into the incident confirmed its systems have been accessed by unauthorized individuals on or around March 1st, the attackers gained access to certain systems and encrypted files and issued a ransom demand for the keys to unlock the encrypted files. The attackers claimed they had stolen sensitive data prior to the encryption of files, although it was not possible to determine which files had been stolen. A review of the systems accessed by the attackers revealed that they contained files that included protected health information such as names, address, contact, telephone numbers, email addresses, emergency contact information, diagnosis, treatment information, medical record numbers, health insurance info, payment details, dates of birth, and social security numbers. Individuals potentially affected by the breach have been notified by mail and have been offered 12 months of complimentary membership to credit monitoring and identity theft protection. To date, there have been no reports of attempted or actual misuse. It's only been a little more than a month, but there you have it. 331,376 individuals were impacted. In trust medical billing, a Canton, Ohio, Canton, Ohio based medical billing company has suffered a ransomware attack in which the protected health information of 5,426 individuals may have been compromised. Third party cybersecurity professions, professionals were engaged to assist with the investigation and determine the extent of the breach. On or around March 1st, the investigation confirmed some of the files. Exfiltrated by the attackers contained protected health information such as names, addresses, dates of birth, medical diagnosis, clinical information, treatment type of or location, medical procedure information, patient account number, and health insurance information. While data theft was confirmed, no evidence has been found to indicate actual or attempted misuse of any of the stolen data. Again, it's only been a month. 
Um, and we see how these ransomware gangs operate. So you can pretty much guarantee, if especially if a ransom is not paid, that data is going to be out there for both of those attacks. That is going to do it for this edition of the Proactive IT Cybersecurity Daily. So until tomorrow, stay healthy, stay safe, and stay secure.